Welcome to the podcast. This is today's show or yesterday's show or maybe last week's show. Um, but one thing we can guarantee with the podcast is it's not tomorrow's show. Oh, that is a guarantee. <laughs> hey, uh, you're going to hear some pretty unbelievable stories. We did ask for people to call up and we were going to believe no matter what they said. They're pretty good. They were. Did you? But now that we're out of yeah, that, we're going to believe yeah. you phase. Mm. How many of them do you think were fake? No, I believed all. You didn't believe oh. the keys throwing, did you? Oh, I did. I just didn't think it was that great a story. It's one that you oh. have to be there for that to be exciting. Archery on was pretty amazing. What's, the one about the archery was what's, great. What's your most unbelievable story? Uh, what's my most unbelievable? So put me on the spot there, Coleman. I know it. That mm. you've had a career in radio for twelve straight years. His unbelievable story is that he once made a whirlpool that was so big <laughs> there was a dry spot in the middle of it, and it was amazing, and everyone was there, and it was thick. I love being part of a team. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We did talk about your whirlpool and what you had to do in preparation for it. You'll hear that in the podcast. All right, here we go. Let's roll the show. Stab Abby and Matt with Osher's Drive-By. Yeah, and into our fabulous car. Uh, big thank you to Llewellyn's, uh, Llewellyn Motors. Choose, own, and use your car with confidence at Llewellyn. Uh, this car is getting around. You sign the side. Mm-hmm. You win the ride, as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, no word yet on who has any uh, paraphernalia drawn on their faces, because we are on said car. I was hoping for a sweet set of Ray-Bans that someone might be able to draw on my oh, face. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Mm, Mr. Nice. Brisbane, you're out on the road again, weren't you? Yes, uh, I was. Now, if you've been following my amazing X-Men ability, <laughs> I have the talent of being blindfolded and driving to certain areas of Brisbane without uh, knowing my destination mm-hmm. before I get there, and I've you're nailed it. You're the human GPS. You're the human TomTom. You, 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 you blindfold stab, and he says, oh, no, not this left, the next one, right by where the mm-hmm. Sobo is. It's opposite of school, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Told you. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is our Incredible. third time that we went out. So Undefeated so far, Stab. Undefeated, yes. Now, this is in the car that we're giving away, mm-hmm. that you can sign. Mm-hmm. Um, and where was our destination? That we... we were going to New, New Farm, Farm Park, Park to have a little bit of a play of the Frisbee and then hop back in. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take a Frisbee. Now we forgot the Frisbee. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's pick it up. Stav, in the back of the car, blindfolded. Me and Abby in the front, have an old good old chat. I know, yes. I forget what we talk about. This is not going to be good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Stav navigating us. Let's uh, roll the tape and see how he went. We're in the car with Mr. Brisbane. That is Stav Davidson, everyone. He's lived in every single suburb in Brisbane. He can get us around. That's a big call. Oh, sorry. And he's blindfolded at the moment, and he directs us there. He's the GPS. I don't know where I'm going, so you need to enter your destination, please. Your destination, Mr. Stav Davidson, is New Farm Park. New Farm Park. Okay, talk amongst yourselves for a minute. We're actually in the car at the moment from the amazing people at Llewellyn. This is our drive-by car. You can win this. If you sign the side, you win the ride. Okay. Exit the car park, please. Did you want any music on? No, thank you. But I know that means you normally turn it on. Thank you. (laughs) And turn left. What are you doing? Well, he has to. He doesn't have a choice on this one. There's some roadworks, my main. But it shouldn't take, it shouldn't change. What is that? Well, it's no secret that it's a building. <laughs> Take the next left, please. Right, it could be a train station. Why are you being such a knob today? What is that? Why are you being such a knob? No, I'm not. They could be building a hospital. Yeah, I'm going to ask. Hi. Excuse me, what are you building? Hotel, everything. It's a hotel. Ev- a hotel. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. You're doing a good job. Thank you. All right, I've got a question while we're driving for everyone. Mm. Actually, no, not for everyone. Just for you, Abby. Shoot, shag and marry. You, you know you can't do this. Me? Dad? Mm-hmm. You know you can't do this. And I'll shut. Fine. Shoot, shag, and marry. I would shoot to you. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> 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 All right, fine. I would shag you, I would shoot Osha, and I'd marry Stav. How come I lose that battle? <laughs> <laughs> How you feeling? You all right? I'm just following Stav's directions. You did hear me say the next left, right? No. A while ago I said take the next left. No, I honestly didn't hear that either. Right, we'll have to rewind. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm still okay, but I did say a while back take the next left. She's hot. Can I take the blindfold up? No. <laughs> That's a cute outfit. Hey, where? I didn't... Oh, in the leather skirt. Stop being such an old man. Oh, come on. I need to take the blindfold off. Oh, no, she's just got in the car. Okay. Now what? This is a beautiful view. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we're here. 
We're here. Where are we? Where did you take us to? New Farm Park. You know what, before you open, I yeah. will tell you we're not at New Farm Park. I know. Oh, look, I'm pretty close. It's just there. We're there, it's there. That's far away, hun. That's pretty close, considering how lost I was. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to take that as a win. <laughs> yes, I had, after we missed the first left, I had no idea where I was for the rest of that time. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's annoying. You know what I will say? Mm. Is if you did say turn left mm. and we missed it, mm. and I missed it, mm. we, will we won't take this as a loss. Okay. You can still be 2 and 0. Oh. All right. All right. But we have to go we back to and go check back that to the audio. Tape. Yeah. This is present us throwing to future us back in the studio to go back and check tape. Yes. Back to you, future guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, past guys. Now, I'm very interested in this because yes. I clearly remember saying next left and you guys yep. were doing your normal bit banter mm -hmm. and chitty chat yes. and you missed yeah, it completely. Why are we going to shoot me? Yes. <laughs> now, the street that you're after is, is it Turban Street? Turbo, Turbo Street. Turbo Street, yeah. Mm. Okay, so Scotty. So Scotty, L who edica edits all the videos mm -hmm. for us. Thank you for taking out some of the bad bits. Uh, you were like driving past Ann Street, which is next after Turbot Street. Where you told me to turn left. So this is the audio moment. Yes. <laughs> Take the next left, please. Well, it could be a train station. Why are you being such a knob today? So you said next left when we were at that big building, which is way past. Yeah, Turbot but before Street. that, I said take the next left as well. No, no you, you didn't. didn't. Yes, I did. No, I've you got, did. I've got yes, the video. You said there's roadworks. So no, there's three play, play. onto one blindfolded person. You're still convinced what you saw. Yeah, because I said it <laughs> twice and you didn't. they didn't turn left. Stav, I was on your side. I watched the footage six or seven times from the moment we left the car park to Ann Street. You you didn't tell them to turn left. So I'm riding, am I right in assuming then, because I'm my own blindfolded, yes. I, still don't yes. rem, I just don't know where I was. When you, you didn't take the next left, then you had to drive past all the way past the casino and turn left there. Yes. Because mm. that's where I thought I ended up. That's where we went. You, yeah, right. Yeah. See, but I needed you to go honey, the one before honey, that. Yes. You, you didn't do it. Oh, I'm not going to take that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to take that. I said turn left okay, twice. Okay. See, the video, See the video. It's on our Facebook page. And if you want to sign okay. this amazing car, sign the side, win the ride. Everton Park uh, is where it's going to be in the AM this morning. Then it's off to Jindalee in the afternoon. Keep it on Hit 105 all day. And we'll turn the GPS tracker on uh, here at Hit 105. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Hi, I'm Rosie Waterland. I had a pretty full-on life growing up. It was a full-on world living with mentally ill, drug and alcohol addicted parents, constantly moving, sometimes to good places, sometimes not. There were very crazy times, hard times and funny times too. I even wrote a book about it, my memoir, The Anti-Cool Girl. It's been a few years since the book came out and now my mum is sober. She's finally read the book and she has some thoughts about it. The first is that most of my memoir is a lie. Now is our time to talk it out and we're doing it in a podcast. Mum says my memoir is a lie. Listen at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Okay, bear with me for this because I reckon this is pretty amazing. It's going to be exciting for Queensland. They're just about to launch. A team of university researchers are gearing up to search for the Tasmanian tiger here in Queensland. Well, they are smoking some good stuff at uni <laughs> these days, hey? This is, look, so apparently they've been researching it in South Australia. They found some droppings and they believe it could belong to the Tasmania tiger. But the last person said it was here in Queensland, so they're coming to Queensland. They've launched a festival in Western Australia for it. So it seems <laughs> legit. But apparently the most sightings have been up here in Queensland. So, hang on. Can I mm -hmm. just, you said someone was walking through the forest. Mm. Yes. They found some poo mm. and went, that doesn't look like kangaroo poo or mm. dingo poo. Mm. I'll bet it. Tasmanian tiger poo. Yes, it says, yeah, must be. Okay. I mean, the last confirmed one was in a zoo in Hobart, and that passed away in 1936. But people still believe that they are seeing it. It's been extinct since 1936. Yes. And they reckon there's a boogeyman Tasmanian well, tiger. Yeah, because lurking. there's a few people that have seen it around a wheelie bin in Adelaide. Oh, and they've seen it grooming itself in the Queensland bush. I don't think it's the same one. 
We'll cross live no. to the guy who's seen it right now. <laughs> nice, stop it. These are university researchers. University people don't do that. I mean, what? <laughs> and I saw it. I swear to God. No, just for the sake of this, I would like to. I would like to just say that we are going to believe people because we're going to do this. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! You're unbelievable. What is your unbelievable story? Maybe you say it at a party and people go, oh, "We're going to believe you here." Whether you saw an alien. A ghost. A unicorn. A, oh, I would believe... No, I won't believe aliens, but I'll definitely believe unicorns. No. For this sake, I'll believe everything. So what we're saying here is, doesn't matter how unbelievable your story is, yes. mm-hmm. we promise yes. that we will set aside all judgment and yes. just say, that's a great story. Mm. No, it now, is, are, yeah. Are, are we particularly looking for the supernatural? Or like, can we call it, I once saw a pea player to indicate and give way? No, we're not <laughs> saying things <laughs> like that. We're no, talking no, about no, things no, like, no, no. I want supernatural. It to be, yeah, I want it to be pretty amazing. Like, if okay. you've seen... The Tasmanian Tiger. Mm. I would love to hear from you, 13, 10, 60. I would also love to hear those, I kicked a football 13 kilometres. Yes, and it went straight through the goals. I scored 100 in the backyard at Mum's. I used to play representative football for Gladstone. No, come on. No, let's make it believable, guys. Let's not talk about Maddie acting like that. The cousin I dated was hot. <laughs> Both of those are true I stories. I thought you'd be in for this, alien stories. Why are you trying to mock it? I'm not trying to mock it. I'm completely into it. I was mocking Maddie. It's a completely different situation. Okay. Brandon in Griffin, what's the story you've got that no one believes? Hey, mate, how you going? So um, I was with my uh, father and we were in his storage shed and he's given me his keys and I've, he's walked about 15 feet in front of me mm-hmm. and he's opened up his side pocket and I said, oh, Dad, I'm going to go for a LeBron James. So I've logged these keys mm-hmm. perfectly and they've landed in his side pocket. Amazing. Like, unbelievable. That is pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I was pretty impressed. Well done. Clung to that one. Tell that story at Christmas time for years. Mm -hmm. Dad must have big pockets. Hey, don't don't question it. Why are you doing that? You know, tell them. Someone up with an alien, you wouldn't do that, would you? It's true. Evan. (laughs) Evan. Oh, are you right there, Evan? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, all right. What's your uh, unbelievable story? Well, in grade twelve, high school PE um, class, Mm -hmm. we were doing archery. And in particular, it was clout shooting, where like you stand on one side of the oval and you shoot at a target that's on the ground at the other side of the oval. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were aiming for a just a normal old traffic cone. Mm-hmm. I actually shot it and then landed it in like the twenty cent piece size opening oh. of the top of the traffic cone oh, from wow. the other side You're of the unbelievable. oval. Wow, that is really good, Evan. Could you ever do yeah. it again? Like when you no, next? Never. No, no, never. of course not. <laughs> it's <laughs> unbelievable. It wouldn't be. Yeah, right. Wow. Well done. We got Tamika from Ipswich. What's your unbelievable story? Hi, um, my grandmother is a direct relative of Ned Kelly. Tamika, that's pretty amazing. How, how direct? Oh, yeah. Well, apparently no. my great-grandfather made the like the armour for him, which I guess got him shot. Oh, but, um, yeah. that is pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Well, he's like my fourth great or fifth great-uncle or something. <sighs> You're unbelievable. Good story. Great that's, story, Tamika. That's yep. good. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. Yep. Uh, Mandy's in Alexandra Hills. Mandy, what is yeah. your unbelievable story? Um, I predicted a lightning strike. <laughs> Me and my mum were um, sitting on the veranda watching a storm that was happening in the distance. Um, and all of a sudden I stopped talking and she's like, what's going on? And I said, mum, over there, um, it's lightning's going to strike. And I point- pointed to my neighbour's um, letterbox. And then within a second, she looks over and a big strike of lightning hit. Mm. We run inside. Um, and the next day, we look at the letterbox, and um, the brick was broken from wow. where the lightning had hit. I bet you never, you'll never do that again. <laughs> no, no, I hate storms. <laughs> yeah. You're unbelievable. Wow. Oh, that's good. That's really talent. good. we got Renee from Regency Downs. What's your most unbelievable story? Hi, guys. Hey. I used to have recurring dreams when I was younger, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. and I, it would be where I'd get hit by a car accident, mm-hmm. by a car, yeah. and... Uh, I was finishing um, touch football, walking home, and a friend stopped me to have a smoke. And I'm like, oh, no, no, I've got to go home. And anyway, so I stopped and had a smoke. And when I turned around, the car hit where I would have been if I had kept walking instead of um, being with my friend. Oh. You're unbelievable. Who That's says smoking saved your life. Yeah. Wow. That is pretty crazy. Smoking, yeah. smoking yeah. saved your life. Yeah.
I don't think wow. we legally allowed to say that. No, yeah. I was oh, just thinking not. you have to touch footy. Yeah, yeah, that's what, um, I, was that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, but you know, mm. hey, uh, from North Lakes, we've got Elise. What's your unbelievable story? My unbelievable story is one of my girlfriend's sister went out clubbing in Brisbane. This is years ago. Mm. Um, she hooked up with some really hot guy and whatnot, and he wanted her to come home with her uh, with him. But she was just like, no, 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 next week, like you know, I'll come up again to Brisbane. We'll hook up again. Anyway. A couple of days later, she went to the doctors because she had this massive rash like all over her face and down her neck and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So they called her back the day after she had had her testing done. And when she went into the doctor's surgery, there was a police officer in the doctor's what? room. And mm-hmm. she started panicking, like, oh, my God, what is wrong with me? Like, yeah. anyway, like, they were asking her all these questions. Who have you been in contact with? Like, where have you been lately? Like, real interrogation. Anyway, they ended up um, explaining to her that the only reason she could have got that rash on her neck and her mouth was she had come into contact with a dead body. Anyway, she was like, what? Like, and they tracked it back to this guy that she'd been hooking up with on the weekend and mm. that she was meant to see this coming weekend. So, like, as from what they're gathering, like, it's this guy that she had hooked up with and what is going to go home with must have been in contact with, like, a deceased body um, for her to be, to be able to pass on the rash onto her face when they were hooking up. So, yeah, oh. like, she's so oh. lucky. But it's, oh, like, God. I would love to know what happened, but obviously once the police discovered that, it, that was the end of it. But, yeah, like, very, very crazy. Oh, my so God. Very lucky. So he, oh, God. Did she, and so my he, brother went to school with this girl, so, yeah. yeah. Necromantic. <laughs> well, somewhat, we don't know. We, or either. Uh, is, you, was the guy a zombie? Did we check? No, I'm oh going. Oh my god! To, like I would love to know. Like I would love to know, but I don't. Like obviously the police aren't going to fill everyone on with the story. But yeah, it was just really interesting to hear. All right, well, Elise, let's give it to You're you. Elise is the winner, everyone. Well Elise takes it. Stab Abby and Matt. I don't know if we should be clapping it. With no, Osha. Wake up with Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Alpha Bucks, 7 and 8 a.m. We're the only show who gives you a chance at $10,000 twice a day here in Brisbane. Um, we're going to give you a little leg up now. Yes, okay. <laughs> it is. What's... It's O and K. <laughs> yes, it is. But what are the letters for tomorrow? Okay. Okay. Okay, but what are the letters for tomorrow? O and K. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How long are we going to do this joke for? <laughs> it's what? very funny. What are the letters for tomorrow? O and K. O K. Okay. Yeah, the letters okay. are okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. P and Y. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Don't forget the Alpha Bucks app to uh, flick over to the App Store while you're listening to this. Download it to your phone. You can win cash uh, on that. Back to the Butkus. This is exciting. Stav, you made a statement saying that you and your friends used to do what? We used to all hop in, my mates above ground. You know what? Let's go back in time, actually. And hear it word for word, because you modify it as we go. This was the exact moment. We would all go to my mate's above ground pool, and sometimes we made a whirlpool so good that you could see the centre of the pool. That's what I was going to say. I'm going to back this up, Stav. I've, I've, seen, I've been in a part of it. I've done it at my mate Chris's house at the back of Green Slopes. Mm-hmm. And I believe tomorrow we're going to give this a shot. Well, we don't know yet. We're still working on that. Still, we don't we, know the exact yeah, date. We don't know the exact date yet. Osh, we're working on it. There's, there's, <laughs> there's bathers need to be bought. There's a lot of stuff. That, but I, the thing is, I, we want to get Stav ready for this, though, because this is his name that he's put towards this worldly pool theory that we don't want it to be screwed up, do we? I do. Well, he said a dry spot. There'll be a dry spot big enough to put my mobile phone on. I didn't say that. No, I said there said would that. be a dry spot that you could see the pool. Not that you could put my mobile phone in, but that's fine. That's, that's gone beyond my control. Uh, what I am concerned about is you just asked me to put on my running gear that yes. I keep here at the studio. I'm now in my um, trucker singlet, for lack of a better term, and my shorts. Well, there's a massage table behind us because we oh, want you to rub be... Me down before I get well, to the world Don't say rub down, don't say rub down, but relaxed. we want you to be relaxed. Yes. We also want you to be, I guess, as fast as you could possibly be in the pool. And this actually came from you. You made a comment about it. You said that I need to get waxed. I don't remember saying that. I don't remember thinking that. Yeah, you did he say that? Or was it you? <laughs> no, I remember. It's Hang on a second. Let me look in the back of my mind. <laughs> you said. I need to get waxed. Oh, yeah, there is. There. I'm not even that. You're way hairier than me. No, I'm not. All right. Well, you can jump on as well because I do have my beautiful friend Carly from Bro- Brooklyn Beauty Bar and she is we... got. You, you're going to get waxed. Ready for this. What part? All of you. Isn't that the whole thing? 
Well, I've, Steph's certainly not going to be the only person in the pool. If you want to get in the pool, hashtag yep. will it whirl. You do have hairy legs. Thirteen ten sixty. Call now because we're going to need to get in the pool. Because um, we need a lot of people to move this amount of water around. We saw a photo of the pool yesterday. It's yep. seven and a half metres across. We're going to need way more people than we thought we needed. If you're a part of a water polo team or a social sporting club, by all means, volunteer. Stav, you're on the massage table now. <laughs> this is going to hurt, isn't it? Now, Carly, I took um, Stav up to your uh, Brooklyn Beauty Bar recently and we got our nails done and had a gin, so he did enjoy that aspect of it. Do you wax many males? <laughs> uh, not occasionally, no. but we do a lot of... <laughs> A lot more women. Have yeah. you started? Have it's you like? Men, it's for cyclists. Cyclists. Or do you, have professional you ever got, whirlpoolers. Yeah, any professional whirlpoolers that's gone in? No, not not as yet. Actually, can I oh, ask? You just you, went right in. Do, ah! do you think that he can do this? He thinks that if we run around a, ah! an ab- above ground pool, <laughs> then we'll be able to create a whirlpool. Do you think that's possible? No. Oh, I think it'll definitely make him faster, innit? Thank you. Uh, um, ah! I, I hate to bring up a, a a pesky point of physics. Yes, but the idea behind Stab, wax, talking. the idea behind waxing is that you re- reduce drag yes. in a pool, right? Yes. What we're trying to do is move as much water as possible. So we'll we'll want as much drag as possible. So I don't know if waxing is the right idea. We maybe want to put hair on if uh, anything. Oh, really? We started, Osha. That's terrible timing. <laughs> so well, I get what you're saying because we want to create resistance. We yes. don't want to drop resistance. No, we need to move as much water as possible. Ah, maybe Stav, we can... how much of your leg have you done? Uh, uh, ha, I've oh, done wow. pretty much half a leg. Gee, that's smoo- smooth. Isn't that... That's yes. beautiful. Yes. Can you get by with one leg done and one leg not done? <laughs> um, I... ah, so, Osha, no. are you serious? You don't think we should be waxing him? No, I don't think we should be waxing. Ah, we can't stop now. Yeah, we can. Ah. Well, I've had a dollar for every time I heard that. <laughs> Stop. Ah, Maddie, what are you going to do? Are you going to stay hairy Ooh, then? Look at the results, though. They speak for themselves. That's gorgeous. <laughs> if look I, at those pins. If I also had a dollar for that, too. <laughs> you do have oh. good legs, Steph. Oh, we've got to keep going. I'll be here for the rest. Yeah, you guys talk amongst yourselves. If you want to get in the pool. If you want to get in the pool, 131060, hashtag will it whirl. I want to look like Neo when he gets out of the Matrix. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to test this theory. Can we make a, a big enough whirl in a whirlpool to create a dry spot in the middle, drop a phone into there and see if it survives five seconds it needs to stop for? Carly's doing his feet. I do have hobbit feet. I do have hobbit feet. Oh, I do have hobbit feet. She's no. doing my tootsies. She's, oh, this little piggy's going to what about, what about his bikini line? Because he's going to wear DTs. All right, steady on, champ. Can we... She just shook her head. <laughs> no. No. Well, oh, now I we're doing it, Carly. <laughs> it's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Write down this email in case of emergency. Um, it is dearabby at hit105.com.au. Obviously not like an emergency. If there's a dilemma, okay? <laughs> <laughs> is this like when you call your GP and they put you on hold? Yeah, they say, if, if it's called, a real emergency, no, no, please, call uh, the emergency, call emergency services. services for that. But if you've got a dilemma, if you want to get everyone's opinion, then you need to email dearabby at hit105.com.au. I've got one right now and I'd love people to call in with what they think. 131060. She's written in. Hi, Abby. So I need to get everyone's uh, opinion on what I should do with this situation. My mum has a best friend who is the same age as me who has a two-year-old girl who she spends most of her time with. She does not visit me or my sisters and the grandkids much anymore and spends all her time with this woman who she has said in front of us is like the daughter she had never had. But she does have the three of us. My sisters and I all feel the same way about it as she brings her everywhere and every time we call my mum, she puts it on speakerphone so we have to speak with the other lady as well who's listening and even joining in the conversation. And then there is a two-year-old talking as well who she, um, who she calls nanny in front of us, oh. girls and the other grandsons. We've tried to talk to her about it but she just doesn't seem to see what she's doing. Are we being silly expecting too much? Hmm. Thirteen ten sixty. If you want to give a call about it, you know, wow. it, it sounds like though maybe the the kids aren't showing enough attention. It's hard, brain. isn't it? Because yeah. I always like to feel that blood should be thicker than, water. thicker than water. But at the same time, I guess, yeah. Nah, Maddie, this is a this is a boundary issue. Absolutely. 
This mm-hmm. this grandma has some very serious boundary issues. What do you mean boundary issues? And that, and that she she is unable to see that she is is infringing on the boundaries of those, her own children mm. by going on. This is one like the daughter I never had. I mean, like yeah, yeah you've got three of your own that's and true. grandchildren that you are ignoring. Oh, yeah. They need to find a mum they've never had. Oh, that's so <laughs> true, isn't it? See, I I feel for this because we've got a situation in our family where we don't have the grand parents that show enough attention to our children and you know when you're like not for me but you feel really upset for your child your kids, being yeah. left out <clears throat> oh like yeah that really hurts if you see attention going elsewhere rather than your kids mm. especially if they're the rich grandparents too oh, you yeah. know you always want the rich ones to be on your side yeah i should have thought about that i should have been nicer <laughs> <laughs> uh pablo is on this morning from waterford what do you think good morning guys how are you going good pablo is she being unreasonable no, absolutely not. She's got every right to feel the way she does. Um, I mean, if you can't be honest with family, particularly your mum, who mm. can you be honest with? Mm. Not too honest, though. Well, what? you, know. <laughs> so you want to say to your mum right now, Seth? <laughs> no, that's exactly my point. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you are you thinking that they're hurt, that their feeling is warranted? Absolutely. Mm. Especially the comment that she said to her once, it's like the daughter she never had. She already has three other daughters. How many daughters do you want? Yeah, that's that's tough. That's a tough one to hear for a daughter. Jade in Thornside, what do you Good make morning. of the story? Morning. How are you? Good. Yeah, pretty good. What do you make of this story? Yeah, I think I think the daughters are being a bit unreasonable because, you know, who knows how this other woman has you know, grown up. Maybe she doesn't have family. Maybe yeah. she never did. You know, what's what's wrong with kindness? Mm. I mean, the mum saying what she said, hey, that's a little bit, you know, it's a bit rough, but girl parent, you know, move on. If she grew a pair, she'd be the son she never had. (laughs) 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 But it's like this mum saying that she prefers this lady Mm. than the the daughters. Mm. Do you think, though, that the kids maybe aren't giving the... The mum enough attention, though? Yeah, but then sometimes I feel like I don't with my... You know, my parents, because I kind of, I know it sounds weird, but we take our love to each other for granted. So I just presume yeah. that they're going to love our kids, which yeah. I guess, is that unreasonable? So some parents just not like them? But you have, but I think relationships work both ways. If you're yeah. expecting that your parents are going to look after the kids and put all this energy in, you mm. have to give a little bit back to say, hey, you're, you appreciate them. So you're them. saying work for your inheritance, don't just... <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, though, here. It's hurting her in the babysitting department. That is very true. It's mm. very true. Mm. But anyway. it, oh, now you're talking language that Maddie actually no, no, understands. Like, yeah, put, put, put economics into what Maddie's interested. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's it is honestly when someone says something like the daughter I never had, mm. it's pretty much saying I wish that you weren't here. Mm. So yeah, she's but, trying to hurt them. Yeah. Well, then maybe they need to make amends, but they're not having an opportunity to. From Redcliffe, we've got Linda. Do you think she's not being unreasonable, wanting more attention from her mum? Yeah, a little bit, but my mum's got 23 kids, uh, grandkids, and mm. I grew up with that. Like, my mum was nice to everyone. And when we tried to, like, ask her, her whole understanding was um, she just had lots to give because we had all grown up and the kids go through that. But my mum, you know, at the end of the day, I think my mum was doing an awesome thing for someone else. Mm. Um, my feelings got hurt, but, you know, at the end of the day, she's my mum, mm. and that's, yeah. that's the bottom line. She's my mum regardless if she has loved other people but at the end of the day, that's just how it is, you know. And I, I'd be proud to be a mum like her as well, you know, because if she keeps giving, then that just shows her own grandkids and her, um, her kids that she's a really, really awesome person. And a lot of people want her to be their mum. Mm. So. It really changed my good. opinion. really changed my opinion because, like, when you first said this story, Abby, my thoughts were this woman, this grandma is being really selfish and kind of, kind of mean to her own children. But we've had two calls and I go, wow, what a woman to be so kind to another person. Ooh. That's really, you know, I, never, I didn't think of it in that, in that way. And to have, you know, well, at least, you know, mum's able to show her caring somewhere. That's mm. really nice. Linda, mm. will it change your mind when you get to the will and it's, you know, a couple of extra people have been thrown in? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, not really. <laughs> oh! I'm, pretty, I'm pretty solid. I'm pretty solid. You're pretty solid. I love it. No, no, she's yeah, solid. Linda. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hi, I'm Rosie Waterland. I had a pretty full-on life growing up. It was a full-on world living with mentally ill, drug and alcohol addicted parents, constantly moving, sometimes to good places, sometimes not. There were very crazy times, hard times and funny times too. I even wrote a book about it, my memoir, The Anti-Cool Girl. 
been a few years since the book came out and now my mum is sober. She's finally read the book and she has some thoughts about it. The first is that most of my memoir is a lie. Now is our time to talk it out and we're doing it in a podcast. Mum says my memoir is a lie. Listen at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. I'm proposing an amendment to the Marriage Act, guys. I know we're looking at one at the moment, but I'm proposing that we amend the Marriage Act in our country of Australia and put a statute of limitations in there of how much time can pass until you're not allowed to bring something up from the past again. I swear to you, like for me... Can only with, men be involved in passing this law? Well, <laughs> with Audrey, always like for example, I've got about a 48-hour window, mm. all right? Say if Audrey does something on a Friday that's super annoying, on Sunday I could probably get away with, listen, at least I'm not blah, 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 like you did, yeah. all right, on Friday. But Audrey, my wife, my dear wife, that Abby married mm. myself to her, not seven months ago, can bring up something from three and a half years ago as if it happened today. The time, Only like three and a half? Pardon? <laughs> Only three and a half? Well, that's when we met. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you're not going, remember in 2001 mm-hmm. when you were on the idol stage. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> when you she were born. Does actually, though, she brings up stuff from before we met too. Mm. And it's just, it's just completely unfair. So sure, the first Christmas we were together, I sent my Reddit secret Santa their gift, but forgot to send Audrey a, a Christmas card. Ooh. Sure, that did happen. I copped to it. And I said, sorry at the time. And I was very contrite. <laughs> Yet yesterday, again, it got brought up to try and win an argument. Unfair. I, I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one because I've got a great one. And my when we went, we went to New York oh, 10 years ago, and uh, when we got home, um, my wife said, let's look through the photos. Mm. And I said, cool, give me the camera. And she said, you've got the camera. I said, no, I do not have the camera. You have the camera. And she left the camera at JFK Airport with all our photos of New York on there. And every time I'm losing an argument, I go, well, let's just reminisce about New York. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. See, it is a good one as well because that's an epically breaks. big one. Big yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you don't want to lose it. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a trump card. It's literally. Uh, no. How long can I go, Abby? Like, can, like, I think 48 hours is my limit. Oh, I don't know. It depends what it is. Like, we do say sometimes let's argue fair, which is when yeah. you can't bring up anything from the past. You just need to argue about that particular point. Yeah. Oh, that's never going to work. We I do. Think, we do that. I think it can stretch as far back as she wants it to, like Audrey's Fijian, right? Yeah. So she could be like, well, my people didn't come to my island and try to impose our religion on you. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it past it. <laughs> Osh, I'm going to say something, and it's what I'm learning to do. Hmm. And me, I think it'll help every man out there. Yeah. Give up. Yes. Uh, not yes. give up. My No, give no. Up. My husband doesn't call it give up. He calls it tune out. <laughs> it's very different. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You look like you're listening, yeah. but really you're just going, I wonder what I'll have for lunch today. Have you got today? those um, glasses with the open eyes on them? <laughs> <laughs> it's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Guys, your uh, Instagram story yesterday was pretty exciting. Your lunch looked mm. fantastic. It was a fancy restaurant. Where'd you go? It was very fancy. You can check it out at my Instagram on Abby Jane Coleman if you want to see us just getting smart. Now, I want to preface this with saying this was a lunch that I organised yes. yesterday. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and we were very nervous on the way there. I was because I invited you guys and you're like, oh, I don't know, this is going to be weird. Well, we had to wear a tie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had lunch at Parliament House yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Wow. And uh, it was with my friend Trevor. Which was a bit weird. Say how you know Trevor. So Trevor (laughs) and I met eight years ago Uh when he owned a nightclub in Toowoomba. Uh (laughs) And he used to book me for gigs. So I used to DJ at his nightclub. You and the Stafford Brothers. Yeah, that's right. And Tiny Trumpet. Uh, Stafford Brothers used to open for me. And then um, (laughs) Uh, then now he's in politics. He's a member in Toowoomba. He's the chief whip. He is the whip for the Liberal. Frank Underwood. He's the Frank Underwood. Uh And he said, hey, do you want to come along and have lunch? I said, do you guys want to come with me? He gave us the full VIP tour and we sat down and we ate from, I think, $10,000 pieces of cutlery yesterday. It is an amazing building. Like just the Mm. library. The the, history. The history. You can smell the history. And I have to say, I think I'm going into politics. Really? You like the luxury? 
Yes. I've just Googled how we get in. How do you get in? Oh, it's something about House of... Um, Tell rep- some lies. Kill no. some no, people. No. Hey, Can you hey, stop hey, that? Hey, every time we went in there... a small amount of corruption. Yes. Um, every time we went there, he's like, oh, no, I, I know this. I've seen House of Cards. And they're like, it's not like House of Cards. But then, then they would smile and say, it's a little bit like that. <laughs> Can I say, <laughs> and my takeaway from the whole experience, the soda water they use at that restaurant yeah. <laughs> was so delicious. Yeah. I was almost going to ask to see the bottle. It was <laughs> divine. So a lot of the times yes. we we get upset that the government is spending our money. We get like, oh my god, that's really expensive. Did you mind how opulent the lunch was? Yes, because I was like, I bought this lunch, yeah. I pay taxes. But yeah, I get it. If I'm not there every day, I think, oh come on. But I think this is just for guests. I think they just put it on. They have like apparently uh, where they go and just have like the buffet. Well, yeah. if you were listening during the tour. Oh. Trevor, mm. the whip, my mm. mate, my nightclub mate. Mm. Uh, he's a great guy, by the way. He is yeah, a great he is guy. very good. I'm yeah. friends with him on Facebook. Now. Are you? Mm-hmm. They, oh. There's two dining rooms. So there's the members one with mm. buffet, yeah. mm. and, and then, then the, the one strangers one. Yes, the one we were in is called Strangers, mm. and there's a three course menu that you can choose from. How was it when the bell rang and they all had to stop playing handball and <laughs> go into Parliament? Yes, so they give them a pre-warning bell where yeah. they have to go and sit for <laughs> legislation, and then yeah. yeah, and then they've got like a hey you latecomers, I know you're in Queen, yeah. but you've got Got to get. <laughs> oh, so this is like when it, when it comes time to vote, mm. lunch breaks over. They've got to get back inside. Yeah, they mm. ring a bell. They ring a one bell, which is the warning bell, and then the actual bell when you've got to be in class by. But we went into the actual um, parliament area as well. You almost oh, touched something. Should, am I? No, I... don't. You touched something that you weren't supposed to touch, and Maddie goes, "I wasn't touching it. I was hovering like I a f- little kid." I feel like I should. No, you no, can't. don't. It's very, it's well, very they, important. You'll get Trevor in trouble. Well, they, don't touch well, it. If I say this. <laughs> Do you think I'll like blade? People who know disappear? how it works, people you, will know what it is. Do you remember what he said about backdating things? That you could backdate things and then charge you for them after you've done them? He did, he did say, you, yeah. if all the government agree they can backdate laws, I'm going to do it. Don't I'm, do it because I'm just fine. I'm trying to find out how you and I become politicians. We need to get in federal election or the House so of Representatives or the Senate. All you right. touched it. So in Parliament, there, mm, mm. they've got their talking stick. Is that what, yeah. is that no, what it is? No, it wasn't. It yeah. was. Is that what it's it is? The like big gold scepter. one? It's the big scepter, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking sticks and microphone. <laughs> yeah, so that was sitting on the edge. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, here's the talking stick. As he's pointing around, he goes, I sit there. And then I I touched the talking stick. Because, you know, that's if you've got the talking stick in your hand, it's your turn yeah. to talk. And as I touched it, I remember him saying, yeah, it's gold-plated. It's worth over 200,000 Gs. You've got to wear gloves. And he goes, you've got to wear gloves. But the problem was, at the point where he says gloves, I'm doing this with my fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> and since we're, since we're doing this, then, what did I say to you this morning about that? Now, if anything happens to that thing, the only person's fingerprints that are on there... <laughs> I'm distancing myself. We were there. We're filmed. No, we can't no, distance. No, we no. can't yeah. distance. Everyone knows. Remember the car, the cab ride on the way home. We're like, we wanted to pick it up and. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. obviously, it was too much of a grown-up place for us. It was. Yeah. Oh. But I have some news, guys. Yeah. After talking to my friend the whip, we discussed some business. Some yeah. I can't say. We will be invited back. And we've been invited back to the bar <laughs> after hours. But <gasps> hello. That's when they opened the bar that was on a yacht. They took the yacht, the bar from the yacht and put it into a room. I know oh, that sounds, it's amazing. That was before he heard the story about <laughs> you touching the talkie stick. So, uh, 10 seconds, you're going to get again, a message. Trevor, I would vote for you if I was in the Toowoomba area. I would you... vote for you if I was able to vote. <laughs> I'm no good to you at all. Guys, we'll, we'll get there. We'll be there. And you know what? Mm. We'll touch that talking stick <laughs> from top to bottom. No, we won't. And we will drink that no. tax-filled bar dry. That's It'll be just, in there. just oh. like the days in the after parties at Toowoomba, right, Maddie? Yes. <laughs> so very thank, different talking stick no, then. Thank though. you very much to Parliament House for yes. uh, having us yesterday. It was amazing. It was very edu- very educational. It and was. A great time. Yes. Mm. Uh, Stab Abby and Matt with <laughs> Osher. Wake up with Stab Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Melbourne's Mean Streets. You could say this was the murder we missed. A story you'll have to hear to believe. He said he was a 200-year-old vampire. Why was Shane Chantra's abbot gunned down before giving evidence? Two men shot him down. 
It's a mystery within a mystery within a mystery. Listen now to this untold true crime story from Adam Shand. The Trials of the Vampire at podcastone.com.au or download the app. Yeah, Gaz from Geordie Shaw, you would have seen him last night uh, on Hell's Kitchen, made it all the way to the final, even got half of the cash as well. He's on with us right now. Good morning, buddy. Yo, morning. Welcome uh, into the studio. Now, this is an early time for you, considering that we know you usually is the guy who goes out shagging and drinking. Getting mortal. Yeah, kind of mixture of like jet lag, being hungover, it does not help. Is that not the case though anymore? <laughs> like, you know when you kind of go, when you've got the party boy image, is it just unusual when sometimes you just go, sometimes I just want to stay home and read a book? Yeah, to be fair, I literally haven't been out for the last like couple of months. But I think everyone's expects you to go out every night of the week, yeah. every year. Like I don't go out that much. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Everyone's like, yeah, I've seen him on Jordy Shaw. He's out every night. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> just <laughs> same as everyone else. Just when you do, you make the most of it. Then yeah. yeah you what it. do you do when you're not seen? I mean, for, for when you're a former party boy, what do you, what do you do when you're home alone? Um, well, no, I've got a girlfriend, so just kind of. <laughs> just do we just do normal stuff go to the cinema chill go shopping go for some food I don't just go out on the piss every you night you know that people only ask this because they're jealous though so you, you're kind of ruining it do you know like people are like yeah what do you do <laughs> and then you just like have no like responsibility that's why people always ask I guess because yeah, it's no, a jealousy fair, the, there is there is see I've, I've kind of done that many nights out mm. it's like not you don't get bored of it but when you go like one year I did like 321 nights out right. it's like when you've been out that much, if you work it out, no person goes out on what on a Saturday night. Mm. If you work out how many times I've been out, I'm I'm like eighty now. <laughs> <laughs> now you are congratulations, by the way. You've got uh, a child. Yes, yeah, so my night are definitely screwed now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, well, see, this is really exciting. I'm just wondering, is this the thing where you're trying to <clears throat> clean up all the loose ends now? Because I, I'm not sure if you're having a, a boy or a girl. Not that it would matter, but you, you've got to teach your child to be responsible. That to be fair, I think, yeah, for me, it just came at a good time. I'm excited about it. I'm not, like, dreading it or anything. So yeah. it's, a, it's a good, it's like the next chapter. It's like the next part of me life, I guess. But, mm. yeah, I, I, honestly, I cannot wait. Should get everyone else to do it, then do Geordie Shaw next gen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, yeah put, just put a little crash in Geordie Shaw. Like. <laughs> and there's nothing worse than the next day after a night yeah. out when you're like, People why like... did we go out yeah. when the kids wake at like 5 a.m.? Yeah. Gazzy coming out, Gazzy coming out. I'm like, I'm just pants. ringing a babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Geordie Shaw, the babysitter. That'd be funny. <laughs> have you found out the gender though, or are you going to keep it a secret? I have, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't really taught anyone yet. Mm. That's a mistake. Don't tell people that you know it because they're going to try and trick you into it. You'll accidentally say it. I won't. I'm, pan- I'm panicking now. <laughs> <laughs> and what was it been like in um, Hell's Kitchen? Because I got a plane the other day with uh, Isa, who's such a intelligent, yeah. intelligent man. How did you find um, the show with him? Jeez, he's the sweetest little... You can't hate him. He's just, like, he's mm. adorable. It was like mine and Willie's little little brother kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, the funniest thing is when he talks to girls. I don't understand how... Yeah. Or how thick he is and, like... How can you be so brainy but so thick at the same yeah. time? I just don't understand. <laughs> has he got no game at all, Gaz? No. Oh, and girls-wise, he has to—he has to be a virgin, right? He has to be. <laughs> has to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, hey, we also do. Um, we want to come clean to you. We spoke to you uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, Abby here. We forced her into they being... Made you, they made me do it, okay? I just want to say that first. Well, is that yous? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, let's see. Hang on, let's see. Bye! <laughs> let's have a listen to uh, what happened when we got Abby to pretend to be a receptionist and ask you a question. Rumour has it that you hooked up with Sam Frost, um, who was another contestant in Hell's Kitchen. Are you there, Gaza? Are you there? Oh, no, please don't hang up on me. I'm going to be in so much trouble. No, no, I'm here. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. You gave me a heart attack. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to get fired. Do you know Sam Frost? What? No, no, no. I've got, I've got a girlfriend. <gasps> I have a girlfriend at home. So, uh, obviously, you were a bit upset by that. Do you want to explain and that we're sorry? And it was just utter bollocks. Like, I don't even know where that came from. It mm. was just so stupid. And obviously, it was hard because she was here we were filming and stuff. And it got brought up. A couple of times, it hasn't been talked about since. And then, yeah. literally, 
was, I'm, just, I'm doing some like obviously radio shows now talking about Hell's Kitchen yeah. and literally the first phone interview <laughs> we're sitting there and his phone's on loudspeaker and you're like yeah what happened with you and thinking I was like what the I was oh. like why why I'm so sorry because now I didn't realise and think of the situation the we're in yes. he has me and Emma having a baby and you're oh. ringing up going what's up oh my god I didn't know that because you can't rationalise with a pregnant girl either you no. can't say people have made that up because it's like no yeah, it was just I yeah. wasn't even out at night so I was like yeah I've seen them and I was like well you couldn't know because I was in bed with Emma so just yeah. but then so anyway it was just a, one pack got one picture of like when we were filming of us like walking past each other and yeah. it was like oh my god this it was like no yeah. Definitely yeah. would not be happening, mm. but yeah. And then I hadn't spoke about it for like four months, and then you did, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> as as someone whose wife has just had a baby five months ago, been through does that? the hormone does the hormones wear off? Nope, nope. No. As someone who had kids what three years ago, no, I'm still See, holding I'm, on to I'm that just, one. I'm just still getting used to this whole pregnant girl thing where they're, they're angry, for like they're so angry, and then mm. they're just like, "Hi, babe, yeah, do you want to like, how is that possible? Just, and I've dealt with a lot of girls and a lot of arguments, and it's <laughs> pregnant. Pregnant hormones are a whole new yeah. thing. Yeah, mm. but as long as I haven't even spoke to anyone about it, so does it get better? Does it does it go away? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't comment because can't. we're Please the ones who deal with you. No, I mean yeah. I can go. Yeah. I just remember when you. Abby, kind shut of... up, boys. <laughs> what's the problem? No, it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away at all. No, really. Yeah. I think it's because yeah. the sleep deprivation kicks in after yeah. that. You know, mm. guys. My wife was a beautiful, wonderful woman <laughs> through the whole thing, and she still is. So I don't know what you're talking She's about. She's listening now. Matt, Matt, Maddie's under duress right now. Guys, <laughs> don't believe the word that he said. Yeah, I'm excited to be a dad. Woo! <laughs> Hell's Kitchen tonight, 7.30 on 7. Gaz, great to talk to you, buddy. Thanks for coming in. You too, man. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks, you. Gaz. Thanks, and Sharon. sorry again. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Can't stop touching your legs, can you, Stav? Yeah. They're pretty good. <laughs> You're all waxed up, ready for the whirlpool? Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> listen to him. He's loving it. He's loving it. Could be a new thing for Stav. Hey. <laughs> got to follow hey, L. You should be a cyclist with me. You can get away with waxing your legs all no, the time. No, you just no ruined one. it for him. <laughs> no, I'm thankful for that. I'm grateful for a lot of things. We had a great show today. We managed to make an act of contrition with Gaz Beetle. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some things I'm not thankful for, though. And I, I, I don't mean to be ungrateful, but Brisbane, I have to say this. Well, not really you, Brisbane, but to you, Frankie, my little cavoodle, cute little thing that you are. Every night, you grab the tiny little dog bed that we bought you as a puppy and you hump that thing within an inch of its life. It's pretty weird. Lucky pillow. We asked the vet, is this, is this strange? He goes, no, no, no. It's not a sexual behaviour at all. It's just a calming thing. A thing he likes to do after dinner to calm himself down. If that's the case, Frankie, why do you stand there with a lipstick out making direct eye contact with me for about five minutes? He wants to, you to calm I, him I down. Don't to, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Yeah, you do. <laughs> no! Be a pillow. It's weird, Maddie. It's weird. <laughs> thanks for no thanks. Hey, Stav. Hey there, Abs. We organised to get your legs waxed. I must say I'm a little bit disappointed that you didn't scream in pain like I expected, but rather enjoyed it. But what I'm most annoyed about... Well, I'm not jealous, but... Since I normally get told that my legs are tree trunks by Maddie Acton over there, and all you've got is just non-stop compliments about how good your legs are. No, I never. I'm said a little bit jealous. Trunks. He's got good legs. Yes, you did. They're great legs. No, you stop are... saying. It. Everyone stop saying how great his legs are. We get yeah. it. Top set of pins. Yeah, they're okay. Stay away to heaven. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> These legs go all the way up and make an ass of themselves. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> no. My wife. She's a wonderful woman. Mm-hmm. Fantastic mother. Fantastic wife. Sends me messages though. She thinks she's being subtle. But honey, when you Febreze my side of the bed, <laughs> that's not subtle. You're a sweater. I, I'm a big sweater. <laughs> really? I reckon I've got more sweat receptors in my back than anyone else. Like, I'm going to donate my body to science when I die <laughs> so they can work out why all my moisture leaves me via my back. You get Botox for it. Mm. Really? Yeah. yeah. It just means the sweat goes somewhere else, so it might start going on your head. Yeah, yeah well, that's not going to work. It'd be for breeze in my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to my wife and her not-so-subtle messages, thanks, but no thanks. Hey there, team of mine. Yeah. 
that decided to get me waxed for my whirlpool challenge. I admit my legs do look amazing. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's very feminine, in fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this may be the start of a problem for Stav. <laughs> He continually has to go back to the Brooklyn Beauty <laughs> Park and Shout get his legs whacked. Yep. And when you people bike? say, do you ride a bike? And I say, no. <laughs> <laughs> but check out these pins. <laughs> it's going to be very hard. You should, you should, you know what? They are going to feel amazing when you get into bed on the sheets. Are they? they yes. so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, we thanks. can't be friends anymore. <laughs> but no, Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Here we go, podcast. We're done, guys. Uh, that is it for the show. Keep following the journey of the whirlpool. Um, Can I ask, honestly, if I was going to go into politics, would you guys vote for me? I would, but I'd vote for you to go out. <laughs> it's not idle. <laughs> what what platform are you running on, Abby? What are you, what's your, what's your main policy? I haven't researched yet. Okay. Yeah. I, so just, you, I was you... just thinking about the lunches at this point. Okay. And just making decisions and fighting and you're getting re- paid to fight. You're really, I'm made for politics. Well, you're really good at making decisions. Yes. It's just you make multiple decisions mm-hmm. on each side of every argument that you have. At the same time. Yeah. So that That's so not true. I mean, I guess I do. You know, I think <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if you run, I'll let you have my, what I would use as a campaign slogan. Because I think a what, little bit of a corruption no, no. is okay. <laughs> no. I'm going for that guy. <laughs> uh, see, a small amount of corruption. Oh, sorry. Because if you think about it, mm. what that says is you're being honest. Because they're going to go, okay, they're going to be mm. corrupt, mm. but they're yeah. telling me about it. Mm. But because they're being so, so honest about it, it must only be a small I amount. I would say 5%. I'd like to put a percentage on it so people can be aware. It's basically saying there's going to be receipts that I claim for yeah. that I probably shouldn't. But see 5% the th- level of corruption if you vote for me. But then see, the thing is, you couldn't be surprised if it ended up being like 7% because they're already corrupt. Do you know what I mean? If you're, yeah. I did say <laughs> 5 but it, it falls into the whole yeah. thing. It'd be like 7 maybe 10 I'm promising a little bit corruption... I think I might go corruption free. Oh, no. good luck with that. So Where's that's the a, fun in that? That's yeah. a, but that's a flat out lie. Not for the people. That's a flat out lie. No, no one's going to vote for you because they're going to go, yeah, right. They're saying that because they're doing 70% corruption. No, because I wouldn't be able to lie it. anyway. I'd probably say it, you know? Yeah. Who, who's the most corrupt person you've voted for and gone, you know what? I know they're slightly corrupt, but I don't mind. Um, it was Mike the biker. <laughs> <laughs> for me. <laughs> Mike, was that his name? Mike the biker, okay, yeah, vote yeah. for me or I'll break your thumbs. Yeah. That, that a guy? lot of corruption yeah. is me. <laughs> if I do one thing honest, kick me out of here because I'm all about the corruption. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you can have that slogan if you want. Um, uh, I'll give it to you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Shout out to all the bikies. They're good people. Oh, my friend went. My friend went to a comedy gig. He was a comedy. Um, did stand up, and they booked him. And he was doing the Hell's Angels Christmas that party. Would be a sick oh. party. He didn't realise until he's on his way there. They said we booked you for a gig because sometimes they're through companies, aren't uh-huh. they? Booked you for a gig. On the way, they go, okay, cool. So it's Hell's Angels bike bike his Christmas party. And he goes, Are you serious? And he's looking through his jokes, going, Oh God, what have I done? What have Can't I done? Do that one. They get up and just before, they go, Now, hey guys, now remember here today. No one drinks and rides. So if you want to get some cab vouchers before. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. And he's like, this is not what I was expecting. So all the buggies went up and got some cab vouchers by their president. Wow, <laughs> I was like, that's great. Oh, good yeah. on them. Yeah. Later on, we're going to kneecap someone, but yeah. we're going to get cabs there and back. <laughs> did, he, did he die that night? No, he said they, he said they laughed. He goes, thank goodness. They said, do you oh. want to stay for a drink? He said. I meant, did he make it out of the place? Oh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're out. Bye. 